0: You're listening to Smashing 50, the health, fitness and personal development podcast for middle-aged men. So Mike here from Smashing 50 with uh, another podcast and today I'm here with Gabriel Paus. I hope I said that right, Uh, Gabriel. And it's another in the series of the benefits of giving up alcohol. Now Gabriel is living in Stockholm, he works in IT and he's been alcohol free for about one year but has also been alcohol free previously and um, thanks very much for joining me on the call Gabriel.
1: Thank you very much, it's really glad to be here.
0: Good stuff, so uh, we'll, we'll kick off straight away and get straight into the um, into the first question. So what was your relationship with alcohol before you uh, decided to take a break from drinking and join one year no beer?
1: Hmm. Yeah, ever since I was 25 I've known that my relationship with alcohol is a little bit funky uh, and i took a sober year when i was 25 and that was by myself it was after my college years i felt that it was way too much drinking so i felt i couldn't control when and how much i drank back then mm-hmm. so uh, i actually went to aa for a short while but right that then it didn't really feel right for me uh, people there they had it was I love the the kind of community and all that, and and also that kind of humor that comes out of uh, have almost destroyed your life or have destroyed have destroyed your life, yeah. and the kind of the irony and stuff like that. But I felt also that that, that me as a twenty five year old that m- was more thinking I need to do something about this. This was a little bit too early for me to mm. to to join those. But I, it was it was uh, for me it gave something then. And uh, after that year, I kind of thought that i changed my relationship with alcohol. So I started drinking again because it's just like, yeah, if I can stay away from it for, for a year, it shouldn't be a problem. So I managed to moderate, I would say, for some time. But eventually, I, as we all do, I got back to old habits. And uh, then also, when I was 32, uh, and my daughter was, my eldest daughter was uh, two. Um, I was home alone with her and my ex-wife was out drinking wine. So I figured that she wouldn't be able to sense if I had drunk. <clears throat> so I ended up being so drunk that I, that I vomited, vomited when she came home. And that of course was uh, became quite a drama, of course. So my wife threatened to leave me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I kind of understood that alcohol could not be part of my life then. So I stopped and was sober for eight years. Mm-hmm. And those eight years, just in order to start drinking again, <laughs> it was uh, it was uh, because there is no real reason to do it. Uh, it was all about start downplaying the consequences, it's just like starting to forget how bad it was, yeah. and also, I would say, coming up with lies uh lies like it was hard liquor that was the problem that night when i drank too much it was hard liquor and not wine or beers i just kind of said said that well the hard liquor is the problem it's way too strong Mm -hmm. and then also all those about those thoughts about having grown as a person and now i can control alcohol in a a better way and i also understood that that i might have been a little bit too focused on my ex-wife's threat to leave me it was kind of that that she's like I can't drink anymore Uh, because then when she started to tell me that she's missed drinking with me a little bit because she kind of saw that well you've been sober for so long now I just felt that it was a reason to start and like last time it was totally okay in the beginning well, i was moderating fine it was not that often it wasn't that bad but mm-hmm. i just eventually got back into the old habits again yeah. so yeah it was a uh, uh, right before i started this time because i started in the rest, i drank for four years mm-hmm. and after my divorce i drank more because then i didn't have this kind of social controlled because i found that my wife was kind of a ex-wife was kind of a good control mechanism around me for that so i started drinking more especially the weeks when i didn't have my kids around yeah and uh, but i had this voice inside of me telling me that alcohol was not what well, was a problem was was a problem for me and when the voice started screaming <laughs> i just felt that i had to i had to do something about this um and at first i was only aiming for 30 days because i felt that i needed to break to reset but i don't know why because it's kind of strange because all over all those years i've been sober when i started drinking again those 4 years after my 8 years streak i i was sober january and september but somehow this time i felt i drank too much so i felt i going to need some help with my september sober september yeah so yeah, so that's why, that's what where, where I was when it was started.
0: Mm-hmm. So like, and how old are you now if you don't mind me asking? I'm 44. 44 now, and so yeah. what was your health like when you were drinking as, as opposed to when you were not drinking? And- <laughs>
1: I'm no good at telling great stories about being uh, kind of gaining my health uh, after being alcohol- free because I exercised a lot when I was drinking, but that okay. was just to push away the bad conscious of drinking. Yeah. so so it was I, I, I almost stopped exercising when I stopped drinking well, <laughs> then i good. then I started to bike and yeah. which I've been doing a lot but otherwise, it was the whole first half year, I just felt like now I don't have to exercise anymore. And then I found that, oh, so I was only exercising to to kind of push away so so because I had those rules. I cannot drink wine if I haven't run 10 kilometers, for instance. So I ran a lot of 10 kilometers
0: oh, okay. just to be
1: able to drink wine. <laughs>
0: That's really interesting. So so you were actually using the exercise as a way to balance against the the alcohol. Yeah,
1: yeah, I did. And when I took away the alcohol, I stopped exercise, but I've started again. But that that was kind of my first reaction. So yeah, yeah, it's kind of interesting.
0: And uh, what was it about um, One Year No Beer?
1: Specifically One Year No Beer, it was because I felt that I, I liked the idea of being able to share and get understood with others in the same situation and also to be able to share with you without being labeled as an alcoholic that appealed to me mm-hmm. uh, because that is not kind of the feeling of one year no beer it's just like more like dip your toes in the in 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 the ocean of being sober and just see what it's like yeah
0: exactly. and
1: that uh, and that uh, appealed to me
0: and because, uh, yeah because I, I i'm on a, a alcohol free year this year mm-hmm. and, and and so I started in January, mm-hmm. I up to one year, no beer in February and went along with the 28 day challenge, uh, which I felt helped an awful lot because I could join the community. But what I really liked about it was, you know, because I, I didn't feel like I was, you know, I'm not, I wasn't an alcoholic. I didn't have a serious problem with alcohol. So no. I, would never, I would never have gone to somewhere like Alcohol Anon- Anonymous. No. But I just wanted to take a break. So, um, but it was perfect in One Year No Beer because that Facebook community, there's all kinds of different people going through different things. You know, there are different levels and they have different problems. So I thought it was a, a great community just to be able to listen to, you know, and see what other people are are writing and just to feel part of that community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. In comparison to your previous attempts or your previous alcohol-free journeys, how has this been different for you? How has the alcohol, for the one-year no-beer challenge been?
1: Yeah, I felt that I have much, feel more accountable, I would say. Uh, I, I'm pretty much a guy that can just, buy just white-knuckling stuff, but I felt that after the first 30 days, it was, I didn't feel that I had to white-knuckle the first 30 days. Yeah. And then after that, it just felt that I really like to to yeah to 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 stay accountable. Uh, so that helped me a lot. It's the whole community aspect of it, I think. Um, when I was sober, the eight years, it was more like I've met Jesus or something like that. I was just like I I can't drink, and that was just that the whole. I just that that was just the truth, and 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 when I started now, I was a little bit worried that since I've stopped one more time before I was thinking I I'm going to think I know myself now I'm going to think that now you've been so good you, you 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 can stop if you like and stuff like that and I'm going to start using that as an argument for starting drinking because I know that I can stop but I felt that with one year you no know, beer I get kind of a a community to share and 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 to to feel that I also grew grew with uh, with helping uh, others. I think also that that also really helped me.
0: When did you start the the one year no beer no challenge
1: list? Was year? the oh, I was saying that I was doing sober September, but it was not actually. It was the thirteenth of September, so it actually got a sober October last year. Yes, so I started thirteenth of sept- September
0: two thousand and nineteen. Oh, okay, so, so you just have you've, you've just done over over a year. Are you still yeah. with? One year no beer, or two? I had. I do have kind of a pause now from from Facebook because I
1: kind of find found also that I replaced one addiction for another, which yeah. is a better addiction, of course. But I also felt that now, right now, I would like to focus more on my kids. Yeah. Uh, so I so I've been not as present. I post uh, some some things, uh, but I and going in and reading some sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me now, it's been more. Uh, just uh, I'm a little bit more on my own but I I do know that if I stray stray away too long uh, that will uh, start may make me start thinking about those strange lies again so I think it's good to just have a touch base every once in a while now uh, to to stay on track
0: sure sure and so how would you say that you know your life has changed this time you know, haven't been on this journey in terms of yeah that, yeah you know, yeah relationships especially yeah it's 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 just like i i feel
1: close to my kids i would say yeah. uh, because I, I i know in my heart that i'm doing my best to be the best dad i can be and that kind of gives me confidence uh, to to just act and, and be with my kids in a better way. Sure. And uh, I also feel that I, I, I feel conscious and more present because for me, alcohol is just like all those thoughts that I have been thinking about this time. It's just like I have, I have gone deeper into thinking what I think uh, and how I function around alcohol this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so just uh, because I've come up with kind of things that. Alcohol is never about the now. It's always about the future. I was always the, the best hours of alcohol for me was the hours before I was going to drink on Friday. Just like after lunch, just like tonight I'm gonna have five glasses of wine. You mm-hmm. always tell your friends that you're gonna have one glass, but for me it was just like um, a bottle and some more. Yeah. And 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 it was just like like looking forward to that. That was was giving me the most kind of dopamine things like that Mm -hmm. so so uh, and and yes so so for me now i'm starting to to really process those those thought patterns more and it has given me uh kind of a calmness inside of myself when i I can just look at my thoughts and just like yeah that's 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 those thoughts coming again that's interesting yeah you thought that before yeah it's so i can just compartmentalize them better i think my thoughts
0: and in terms of like your social life uh, have you replaced you know going out to the bars and, th- and pubs and things like that have you replaced that with uh, with other kind of hobbies and are you still meeting people
1: yes i do still meet people and what i have found also is that that uh, the reasons for drinking when you're drinking is not applicable when you're drinking anymore all those fears you have that you're going to miss out they just vanish because they're not applicable Uh, a party is fun because you interact with fun people regardless if you're drinking or not but that is something that you as a drinker you don't think that that's the case but that's actually what was fun that night was not that you drank was that you had fun with people and a boring party will not get fun even if you drink and will only be one of those when you stay way too late and being way too drunk. So for me, I, so, so I still go to parties, and but sometimes it's just like if I feel that that's kind of a just a boost party. It's just it's the, these kind of friends. I don't go out with them so much more, and I don't go to those parties. I go to, to parties where I know that there are people that I like to hang out with.
0: Mm-hmm. That's really interesting because I recorded another podcast with the same questions this afternoon. Mm-hmm. And we almost had exactly the same conversation. About yeah. About <laughs> how, you know, the guy I was talking to this afternoon said he went to a party, he was sober, and, uh, and he left because he was like, oh my God, this party is so boring. And he went home, he went home, and he was like, oh man, is this because. I'm not drinking I'm not now everything's going to be so boring and then he said the next day he met some friends from the party
1: yeah
0: and and they said man wasn't that party so boring last night you know we, <laughs> we left early too and and they were drinking so he was like that's it. A, a crap party is a crap party you know yeah. w- w- whether or not you're you're drinking and drunk you know yeah yeah,
1: yeah definitely is <laughs> it is it's a crap party, and you and and you always think that I'm going to make this party good, and yeah. it will always fail. Yeah, so yeah. you only end up with a headache. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we can just all agree that that what alcohol does, it makes all things feel better, but they're not actually better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah.
1: and and of course it's if it feels better, it, it feels better. But the thing is that 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 what's actually is happening
0: is not better yeah I I I think it's a good way to kind of um, subdue you know and put off difficult emotions and difficult problems Mm. it's a good way to to lose yourself in alcohol until the next day of course when Mm. the problems come back but with a hangover Mm. yeah and then do you think that you would go back to alcohol another time or I'm not a guy that
1: says never, but I I don't really see the point because I don't miss it. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's just like if I'm 80, what I have to lose, I'm getting my life gets boring for other reasons. I can't move. I don't know. <laughs> but it's just like for me right now, when I can just be just be outside and be, be hangover free and, and all that. It's just like I don't really see the point. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so so that's that, that that for me is right now it's, it's I, I don't feel like I would like to do it
0: yeah uh, interesting as well you know in my conversation this afternoon we also said that it, it doesn't have to be that there's like a, a definitive line whether you're on this side of the fence or on that side of the fence because also the guy I spoke to this afternoon was like yeah I'm hesitant to say I'll never drink again but does that matter it just means I feel right now like, you know I don't want to drink right now maybe in a year or two I might have a beer with somebody if I feel like it but right now I just don't feel like it yeah, and that's well, how I feel as well you know on, on this journey as well my wife still drinks and sometimes she's like this is a bit boring you know having a beer by myself and uh, but she doesn't beat me up about it too much and um but i just don't feel the the need you know and my reasons as well were similar to yours in in respect that it was all about my son you know when i cuz when he was between 0 and 3 i was still drinking so when he'd wake up early in the morning i'd have a hangover if i'd been drinking and i'd feel like shit and i just wanted to you know have that clarity of mind and just have more patience for him and like you said be the best father that i could be and and for me when when alcohol isn't around i feel like i've got more time i feel like i've got more patience i feel like you know i wake up fresher i've got a clear head i get so much more and i'm so productive and i as you know compared to to those days when i'd sit in the evening and just have a few beers and then wake up feeling a bit sluggish the next day i feel like without the alcohol i'm just much more productive and clear headed so I just feel like, you know, personally, I, I can't see if I can't find a good reason at the moment for me at the end of this 12 months to say, OK, I've finished 12 months. I'm going to start drinking again. Hmm.
1: Yeah. And also the kids, uh, when it comes to the kids, it's, uh, people are always complaining when they are 20 that, oh, the childhood went so fast. Uh, it's just like it's so less so little time to go so fast. Now they're moving out and you're going to spend that time drinking. Yes. Because then, because the kids is gonna be with you when they have time. They don't care if you're a hangover. Yeah, exactly. So, 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 so that is just like they just gonna be with you. And if you're not up to speed, like seven in the morning, then you're gonna miss some quality time with them.
0: And so, if you could, you know, uh, somebody listening to this podcast who uh, who might be thinking about um, taking a break from alcohol, um, or, or they might think there's no way that they could. Give up alcohol you know what advice or what would you say to anyone listening to this as uh, to inspire somebody if you like?
1: I would say that dare to be honest with yourself because if you listen to your inner voice it knows the truth there is something there it's it's a reason you're listening to this podcast at all so it's something there that kind of knows that maybe I need to do something about it and just to to listen to that i think it's important mm-hmm. and also, it's not like you and me, like you said. It's, uh, it's not about horrible social consequences all the time. It, we always like to think that alcoholics are the ones that drink their lives away. But for me, it's never been about that. But it's being functional, but drinking like 20 units a week. And two, uh, one unit is like one beer, or one glass of wine. So drinking 20 units a week, which I did, will take its toll. I will shorten my life. And that is just so just because it works for you uh, in in the social department, it doesn't make it it a good choice in the long run. Mm -hmm. And then also I would say that I think that trying my try 90 days, because for me, at least, it's only then I I didn't I I stopped the white knuckling and I actually had to change how I was thinking about alcohol Mm -hmm. Uh, because uh, I had this notion, I, I, I kind of experienced uh, this phenomenon, phenomenon uh, when I, about 60 days in, I just felt that I was just struggling, struggling, struggling. And then just like the harder I struggled, I just got, all of a sudden I wake up this morning and just felt like it, it just kind of switched inside of me. Instead of, instead of just feeling sorry for myself, I just feel grateful for taking this, this step. Mm-hmm. And for me, uh, I, I remember that from my actually for, from my eight years also, because that was also about like plateaus. I was working up some kind of uh, I was getting kind of frustrated, but the more frustrating I was, the closer I was to, to the actual switch. So right after that, which is like so so the harder it feels, the closer you are to feeling better about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, then also that, now that you have tried alcohol <laughs> because you probably have and know what's like why not try without for a while
0: mm-hmm. absolutely i mean i don't know what what it's like in in uh, in sweden but in the uk where i grew up it's just alcohol is just everywhere it's it's just you know you see your parents you see your your grandparents your your friends your family members everywhere and it's just assumed that it's a part of life that As soon as you get to 16, 17, you start drinking, then you, you know, and it just goes on from there and and almost every week, every weekend. And while that's, um, of course, well, when you're 19, 20, you have a great time, um, it just becomes so ingrained that it's a normal part of society. that It's only, even when you stop, that's when people think you're crazy. Yeah, so, yeah. And is it the same in Sweden? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is.
1: Well, I have some acceptance I would say, but still it's it's just like it's so ingrained. So so the the, the first question people ask when you say that you stop drinking is more like why? And yeah, it's just sure. like why not? <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> why why not? It's just like it's it's a, just a different path. It's just like I'm choosing something. It should be 50-50. It should be just like Either you do, you dis, do do this or you do that. But yeah. it's more like, why would you choose that path? And I think this notion of alcoholic, yes, it is a disease, and and some people have it, and and uh, it's, it's it's a it's a tough disease and it destroys lives. But I think it's can also sometimes be be a little bit uh, bad that we all it's kind of one or zero. It's just like binary. Either you're an alcoholic, you're or you're not. Yeah. And I think that that's, makes a lot of people that just think that maybe I just should try to stay away for a while. It's always good. Any day that you don't drink is a good day uh, for your health. Right. So, so so you don't have it that doesn't have to be that just the on and off. It can just be that yeah, some people it's it's good for you not to drink
0: mm-hmm. Perfect. And so, well, I think we've kind of pretty much covered all of the questions that I had, and unless you've got anything else, I think we can uh, just about wrap up.
1: Yeah, I think it's just I'm thinking about the, that you always have a choice, and sometimes it, 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 it applies to well relationships and and, and and alcohol and whatnot, and sometimes we just don't think that we're ready to face the consequences of our choices. But I think that a big
0: reward is waiting if you do what a lovely way to, to to end as well so uh, thank you very much uh, for your time gabriel thank you for having me bye bye you're listening to smashing 50 the health fitness and personal development podcast for middle-aged men